When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth. This is Dr. Maria alongside Rudy Giuliani and we are sponsored by the great organization Tunnel to Towers. Check them out today at T2T.org. Well, Rudy, a lot going on, right? Wow. I, I wish we didn't have to talk about Biden, but we're going to have to talk about Biden. He's our commander in chief, and he has been under scrutiny for a long time, ever since he, he was inaugurated. But that report by Mr. Herr from the special counsel saying he could, he's not mentally fit to stand trial has now got his competency in question so we have that we we've seen it on the world stage his dementia declining all the time but he's also a corrupt and pathological liar i mean i don't mean to laugh right but i feel i've always had this terrible guilt whenever i you know when he falls down or something you just automatically laugh and then you say to yourself why am i laughing the man has his finger on the button but uh, it's it's almost as if they've both come together now in one week last week. Uh, one exploded on the front pages, the other a little bit on the back pages. The unfit for office, he can't escape it now because um, even though Mr. Herr put it in fairly euphemistic language, uh, his memory fails, he has a, he, he has a failure of memory. The worst part were the couple of examples that he gave to tell you the depth of his memory failure. He can't remember, even within years, the death of his son. Which is a really significant thing. The biggest death in my life was my mother, and I remember the exact date. And the second one is he can't remember when he left being vice president. Now, that could be a tactical failure of recollection, because as we're going to find out in a few moments... uh, if he could remember the date that he did, he definitely committed bribery before he left. <laughs> before he left, for sure. Because, you know. uh, because of, of the testimony that he has to have known was coming up this, this week by at least two witnesses, uh, which normally would be enough to get any other human being with the confessions and the... Uh, uh, records and uh, the money line. Any human being would have been indicted uh, four years ago. But remember, Bob Alinsky told this stuff four years, three years ago. I remember ago. President Trump before a debate he was going to have. He had Bob Alinsky on the air, and nobody, nobody would run sure, it. Sure, that's the debate I will remember forever because he defamed he me. He defamed that you debate, at that. Suing him, and I fully expect to recover a fortune from him. So let's talk about the criminality po- portion for a bit. Now, when there are criminals, they're going to be trying to hide things. I hate it when the left-wing media says, but there's not a, a direct check. Well, what do they want? A check that says, here, this is a bribery check. <laughs> it's not going to yeah, be... I have not had it. I've been looking for a case it's, of it. it's not going to be spelled out like that. Look it. You have the Biden crime organization with multiple LLCs and money keeps getting transferred from nefarious people like the communist Chinese people, the spy chief, and it goes to one LLC to another LLC. To me, I'm a lay person. You're the professional here. Isn't that money laundering? A hundred percent. I mean, the the the. Um the clarity with which the Biden family committed one after another massive uh, federal felony is um, is astounding. And the reality is, um, whether they convicted or not, for the purposes of history, 
This is without any doubt the biggest scandal in American history. We've never had uh, these kinds of amounts involved. I mean, our bribery cases I prosecuted, which were considered very significant, were $45,000, $200,000, a couple of million dollars. Uh, nothing like this. This is, I mean, the, the, the very first, well, not the first one, but the first one on tape, uh, Zloshevsky tells the FBI informant, I gave $5 million to Joe Biden and I gave $5 million to his useless son to get, get them to fix a case for me in, uh, in Ukraine. Well, that's a bribe. That's a $10 million bribe. Uh, that could be the highest bribe in American history that we know of. Certainly, that was a bribe paid to him when he was the sitting vice president of the United States. So let me ask you this. So Tuesday of this week, Tony Bobolinsky testified to a special uh, committee, House committee, and it's all supposed to be private. And from what we've seen, there's not really been leaks, which we saw a lot, unfortunately. Interesting, yeah. It, there, yeah. There hasn't been just repetition of what he said before. The real question is, what did he add, if anything, uh, he From, doesn't, right. doesn't really have to. Uh, the testimony that he gave is devastatingly uh, incriminating. He, he basically said that he worked for them for three years, that uh, uh, contrary to Joe's uh, thousand times that he said he knew nothing about his son's business, he not only knew about it, he was directing it and running it, uh, that he was the top of the chain. He was the big guy. Uh, the chairman referred to as the big guy mm -hmm. and the chairman that not only did he know that from Hunter telling him, but two meetings that he had with Joe, Joe laid out his ro role in it. So obviously Bob Alinsky had a gut feeling something wasn't right. Cause I believe in one of his public testimonies, <coughs> excuse me, he said something like he asked James Biden, how, you know, what? what is it with Joe? He's kind of secretive in the background. And James Biden responded, it's for plausible deniability. Yeah, James Biden uh, gave him uh, sort of a talking to and said, you never mentioned uh, uh, Joe Biden, never mentioned his name. Uh, uh, we refer to him, you know, by things like the big guy, the chairman uh, and uh Bobulinski sort of questioned, isn't it pretty transparent? And he said, well, it's for plausible deniability, which, of course, they've been doing for 35 years. They take in the money. Joe says, I don't know anything about it. And now the money has amounted to 50 to 60 million dollars over that period of time. Of course, you would have to be a functional moron not to realize it's a bribe. There's no... Um, Bob Linsky and the other witness, Walker, actually put it the best, and I probably in the testimony this week, if they followed what they said before, they said you have to think of it as the Bidens have become an enormously multi-hundred-million-dollar business by selling a product. Mm. Well, it's not cereal. Right. <laughs> not a car. It's their name. It's Joe Biden's office. In his influence, correct. He sold yeah. us out. He yeah. sold out America. He sold out the office of United States Senator. He sold out the office of uh, Vice President. Vice, and he sure. is now so compromised that day in and day out, he sells out the presidency. And for that, he's become a very, very wealthy man. And he's never worked a day in his life in any kind of honest endeavor, unless you consider his uh, constant lying, cheating, uh, and lack of substantive contribution uh, work. Well, I now, don't. Uh, now, I'm asking our audience to take off any kind of hat you wear, and I mean a political hat. If you're a Republican, take that off right now. If you're a Democrat, take off that Democrat hat. If you're a Libertarian, take off that hat. Independent, take off that hat. And look at the man. Look at his history. A pathological liar. And I, you know, I, I think about all these incidences where he lied or plagiarism. He takes a speech from somebody else. I now believe he's a narcissist as well. Who would lie so? He's a public figure. People can fact check all the time, but he continues to lie. Well, that, that, there are a couple of things you have to know about Joe and uh, someone who knows him personally can fill him in. I mean, I know him personally for a long, long time. Uh, it's very hard to describe this, but Joe is uh, profoundly stupid. 
Uh, now you say, well, how did he make all that money? I, I don't know. I can't explain it. I have had situations in my career as a prosecutor where extremely dumb people have made an awful lot of money. Uh, and he's one of them. He gets great protection. He does do, and maybe this is a sign of, his, of intelligence. I don't know. He does a great job of acting like a, sh- like a schmuck, you know, <laughs> like, a, like a silly, stupid, uh, I'm on the train, I'm on this, I'm on that. Meanwhile, you know. I was a truck driver. You just got to look. He, the guy's wearing, you know, from the time we can remember, he's wearing uh, now probably five, $6,000 custom-made suits. Reminds me of uh, 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 Millions. Millions and millions, multiple millions in homes. Uh, he lives the life of, of a king. And his son explained it to us in a document I put out in October of 20, 2020. He gets half of everything his bag man gets. Yeah, wasn't it Joe Biden who spent $2 million cash, gave $2 million for his beach home? Or something like that, some crazy amount. You know, this is, I, I get really upset about all of our political figures who have cheated their way while in office. They go in, just an average Joe, making a good living. Maybe some made a pretty great living. But their income, like, doubles and triples and quadruples while they're in office? I hate it. The may, Pelosi's. May, may I say, everybody. May I say, Dr. Doe, that the, the uh, unfit for office is a much more devastating charge because he can't. He can't lie his way out of it. And he has a group of professional liars around him, people who are involved in stealing. The upper echelon of the Democratic Party could be considered a organized crime group. Uh, it, it started to deteriorate with Clinton. It started to go uh, communist with, uh, with, uh, with Prince Obama. And now it's just a uh, rotted head. And then the question is, how far down the party does it go? And until the rank and file members of the Democratic Party get rid of the top, they're really not going to be a functioning political party. And but, we need, but, he can't, we need- but he can't talk his way out of the unfit for office. Remember, he tried it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember all, that night? He was all upset about what her said. And her went easy on him. He went easy on him. Terribly easy on him. But, but devastating. I mean, he can't remember when his son died. He can't remember He can't remember when he left being vice president. I want that transcript to those five hours he was with her. I think we're going to learn a lot as well. But remember how Biden has changed his story? But First, the, the, he knew no, nothing. Concentrate on how he proved it. Concentrate how he proved it. Let's finish the thought. Okay. The guy comes out to say, see, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And he falls apart. Yeah. He says that the president of Egypt, Al-Sisi, was really the president of Mexico. Well, how are you going to beat that? Yeah. How are you going to overcome that? But I look at his transition in KJP, their transition from Biden didn't know anything about Hunter's business oh. till, okay, he knew about it but wasn't involved in it. And he, he had some, you know, they just changed the stories, even though there was pictures of Biden with Hunter's uh, clients. There was uh, voicemails left. There was documents. uh, Tape recordings. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what else you need. uh, You could do a feature movie on it. And, uh, And the reality is there's testimony overseas supporting it that the FBI has has basically stopped from coming to the United States. I mean, that's a whole thing that, I mean, I, I understand the Biden criminality, I think, better than anyone. I do. And, I think that's uh, true. And yeah. I might miss about 30% of it, but I got the entire RICO case cold. And I could convict him. I have no doubt of promising anyone a conviction if you give me a fair trial. Here's what I don't get completely, the complete corruption of the FBI. I don't get it. Well, we're going to get to that when we come back. We're going to take a short break remember how you can get to us you can go ask alexa wabc radio you can download the 77 wabc app or many of our european friends listen to us at wabcradio.com we're going to take a short break return with us to uncovering the truth 
Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth. This is Dr. Maria alongside Rudy Giuliani and we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, if I didn't hear it, why? I heard it a million times. Oh, my goodness. If if they do the 25th Amendment on Joe Biden, we have Kamala Harris, who does not portray herself as a very bright person. And That's I am, a nice way to say yeah, it. Isn't, I, I like being very polite. And as a woman, I think women obviously are very capable to be the president of the United States. And we have a lot of brilliant women. And for Kamala Harris to be actually the first VP, female VP, and a potential candidate for president, I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. We have so many bright, bright women. Listen to this cut of what is called word salad. The governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is we don't have to hear anymore. You know, the, I could play 20, 30 of these for you. What is the significance you. of the passage of time? Yeah. Significance. You know, it's crazy. And, and you would think because doctor, you're a doctor, you've dealt with you've dealt with mentally ill. You've dealt with elderly, particularly elderly people, right, which bears more on Biden. I know what's wrong with Biden. You know what's wrong with Biden. The whole world does. His wife does and lies about it. She's, she's got to be an awful person, too, by the way. Uh, cut out this uh, Jill Biden. She is, she is screwing her country by keeping a demented man in the White House so she can play first lady. Yeah. And this is disgusting. She should go to jail for that. I don't believe Kamala Harris has any mental illness. What I do think she is is incompetent in this word salad. Like I said, she could I could play 20 or 30 of these for you. And it's a repetition of the same things because she doesn't know what to say. And I would think her staff would have done something like right now. If you saw President Biden with the chancellor of Germany, he couldn't even have a benign, friendly conversation. He had to have cue cards on his lap. Yeah, that was we watched that the other night. That totally I've never seen that. Yeah. I mean, how often do you sit in your living room and talk to somebody with, with cue cards? How, how often have you <laughs> how often have you and your friend had two cue cards and you read? Never. Hello, Mary. It's nice that you came into my house today it was so embarrassing he couldn't even look in the german chancellor's eyes he he had these little cards on his lap to say and he was stumbling in the reading of it yeah he can't even read but back to kamala i just think she's incompetent and her staff don't do anything to help her because she has an awful reputation of belittling people yelling at people that's how she makes up for her incompetence right the turnover of her staff has been immense don't get it but she came out to the i believe it was the wall street journal and said because she's being told you know you might be it you you know you might have to be the person i'm ready to serve come on kamala you had a chance to shine you were the borders are you could have recommended shutting down that border you could have done so much for the safety of our country my country and you did nothing you know even if she were competent which she's hardly competent she sort of gets tested by one responsibility she was given she didn't fail. She created a. She created one of the worst disasters in American history, 
and by far the worst invasion of our border, at the border. Her president put her in charge, which is not an unusual, like people say, that wasn't fair to put her in charge. Uh, Reagan, Reagan put Bush in charge of drugs. I work with Bush for, for, for seven years for, on for drugs. 41, yeah. You 40, with- uh, that he faced. He put, he put him in charge of, of, of drugs. He put me in charge of the Marielle Bolt lift. I didn't start complaining. Oh, don't give me such a tough job. How am I going to deal with that? <laughs> no, you said, thank you, sir, for thank believing you, sir. me. Let me I'm going to do myself. the, yeah. I'll, I'll stop him. I'm <laughs> going to do the best job possible. And what did she do? The day she got in charge, there were 400 some odd coming into the country. Now, thanks to her, there are 3.2 million illegals and, uh, and of a nature unknown to us in the past. This is not, this is Mariolito times 50. I think this is a great segue into what's happening in New York, calling it the New York invasion of illegals. Initially, Hochul Adams, come, come, come. We're going to welcome you with open arms. Now it's not just a financial burden because for whatever reason, they'll pay for everything under the sun for non-citizens, but veterans get kicked out of the hotel to make room for these illegals. But now that there's increasing violence, finally we have Hochul on mic saying, deport them all. Deport them all. We have Adams saying that... Well, we're not sure. You know, they, Maria, they just offered more money to them. What do you mean? Well, uh, Adams Adams wants to give them a credit card, a debit card. I, I did hear that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think they got it. Yeah, okay. So you know why? They're getting the card because they don't like the cooking that they're assigned. And therefore, with this card, they can go to restaurants and have their own native cuisine. Okay, that doesn't, that doesn't draw people here. Second, Hochul is expanding their welfare. It's in her budget. She's going to give them more money. So they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. Yeah, you're they're right. Saying, they're saying deport them. Right. They know it can't be done. Yeah. Can't be done. Biden's not going to deport them. He's letting them in. Why would he deport them? If he was going to deport them, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be trying to take down Abbott's wall, would he? Right. 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 He would have never taken them to court if he was serious about national security. You're darn so, right I about mean, he, that, Rudy. He, he, he likes to say, "I am now. If the Congress would give me the power, I would stop them." Hey, demented one, <laughs> you you have the power. You have the power. You changed it. You changed it. You, they used to be in, in Mexico when you came in. You changed that. Uh, you could stop any one of them at the border and not let them in. You don't. In fact, you send agents over to help them in. You've got a governor who's helping you. You, you know the numbers in um, Eagle Pass used to be about 5,000 a day. You know what they were about a week ago? No. You're not going to believe me. What? Three, what? three. Because of the razor wire. Three. So, uh, just I would just say to Abbott, hey, can I buy your razor wire? You know, you made a great point, Rudy, when you said, you know, Biden's, they're all speaking out of both sides of their mouth, but Biden's saying, oh, just give me the resources. Bull crap. Why did he take Texas to court? If he was serious about our national security, Texas is doing something by trying to keep these illegals out. So let's not play into the usual, oh, why does he do it and why does he do it? He does it because he's a damn communist or he's working for the communists and he wants to destroy this country. It's the only way. Uh, it's the same reason that Soros puts those DAs in, 60 of them, and ends up with crime uh, records in those cities, murder records. He doesn't really care that he's getting people killed in record numbers, even young black kids. What he wants is chaos here. Read Marx. Chaos is the is the uh, preface to a socialist and communist yeah, government, and then dividing us. That's why they talk about skin color all the time. And if they we don't want to divide us, it, if we don't want to call it uh, socialist communist because the words change a little. How about one world? Yeah. Sound a little more familiar? Yeah. That's what that's what Prince Obama talks about, and that's what Klaus Schwab talks about. Yeah. And that's what Gates talks about, and that's what they want, and that's the reason for running America down. It's not by accident. They run America down as a strategy to get you to hate your country. That's almost a quote from Marx. We got to get you to hate your country. 
They do a pretty good job of that. What about playing the black national anthem in front of the American national anthem? Oh. Like our national anthem is uh, just one of many. That really, you know, I'm not a big social media person, but I had to put that on on social media. We have one national anthem. Stop trying to divide us. I was so mad at the NFL. How dare they say there's a black national anthem and then an anthem for the rest why, of us? Why would that Blacks be? are Americans. I mean, Goodell <laughs> and the NFL took a knee uh, in honor of the cop killing organization. In honor of Black Lives Matter, that sucker was giving them millions and millions of dollars, all of which uh, Patrice Colores was uh, using to build her home. She wasn't helping black people. Where has he apologized, Goodell, for misusing the NFL's money and having them supporting a, 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 a cop killing organization? What kind of a what kind of a head of an NFL is he? I'm glad you're reminding everybody about what BLM really was. What it, it is. It is, right? I guess it's still going. It is a Marxist organization. Those riots of 2020 were violent. There was a cop retired. paid for. Yep. Done in jurisdictions where the prosecutors will all let them go free. I can't find one that went to jail, whereas the J6 people are sitting in jail for the rest of their lives. Uh, not, not even a trial. None of them had a gun. None of them shot anybody. None of them killed anybody. How about during those violent attacks in 2020 by BLM people? None of them are a, poli- a retired police officer who was guarding a store was literally murdered live on streaming on Facebook. There was over 30 deaths, 30 murders. There was billions of dollars worth in property. It's just crazy. Americans be free thinkers. Get into that spirit of how our country started and start fighting for what is right. So if you were listening to the Supreme Court argument uh, last week, uh, you heard Judge Roberts and several of the other judges, but Judge Roberts, probably the most articulate on this, and he was one step away from saying it, but you had to be stupid not to realize it. He said, you know, if we if we uh, permit Colorado throwing Trump off because they have unilaterally decided he was involved in a uh, insurrection that's never been proven by anyone, then the Republicans are going to turn around and throw Biden off for insurrection involved in allowing this invasion or for insurrection or for aiding and abetting the enemy by turning over an air base to China or turning over an air base that's 400 miles from China uh, or by not pursuing uh, uh, China's involvement in COVID or, or allowing China to bring in fentanyl at five times the numbers of, of uh, I mean, any, any one of those could be turned into insurrection or the other, the other ground, by the way, is aiding and abetting the enemy. And he said, before we're finished, We'll have a we'll have an election maybe in 30 states. 20 states will be out of it. Oh, you know, I'm not a fan at all of the corrupt FBI, but even the FBI said there was no insurrection. So I can't stand well, it. I, that thought, I, I, I actually know why the FBI did that. I mean, I've worked with them long enough to know you, you have enough really honest people there that they must have gotten control of that reporting and they just put it out. That came out about eight months into the investigation. Oh, yeah. yeah. They they put out a very definitive report. Well, the one thing for sure is this was not a planned insurrection. There were no plans either before or after. There was no follow-up. And, by the way, no matter what we did, we couldn't find a gun. You know what they did? They went and got the records of almost everybody that lives in the District of Columbia or was in the District of Columbia that day. They went and got your records, your financial records, to see if there was any expenditure on a credit card for a gun. Rudy, just when I think this abuse of American citizens by the Justice Department over January 6th, just recently they announced now it doesn't matter if you walked into the uh, Capitol and you were invited in by the police officers. Now they're saying if you were on the grounds of the Capitol, they're what, gonna go what, after you after all this time they keep expanding grounds yeah pretty soon grounds are gonna be uh the marine corps memorial in uh in <laughs> oh, arlington geez. they're gonna go across the river and say yeah they were waiting they were gonna come across the river i mean it, it j6 will be the worst deprivation of human rights conducted by the united states government against its people ever ever 
And, and it will be one of the 10 or 12 hallmarks of the Biden fascist regime. I do recommend everybody watching the Epic Times documentary on January 6th. It is so well done. Some people call it Epic Times. Some people Epoch. It's E-P-O-C-H. Look it up. January 6th documentary. It's all factual. There's Epic Times is probably the best magazine, newspaper. I don't know what you the call present it. present headline uh, you may enjoy. Key UN climate change claim disputed. <gasps> they are truly a fact finding. There, cancel, there's no cancel. political affiliation. Honest to God, we finally have a newspaper in the United States of America that is truthful. And I'm not a paid advertiser for them. I'm just saying this as your brethren. You want good news? Watch this. Or, you know, they also have Epic TV and they have the newspaper. But we need to take a break. We'll be back. We got to talk about all things South Carolina. Whoa. The power of information 24 7. Just say, Play 77 WABC. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back. Uh, This is Rudy Giuliani. And this is Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers with... uh, the incomparable and absolutely uh, terrific Dr. Maria. And Dr. Maria brought up a subject that is of great interest because it's the next big test. South Carolina, the next big test uh, of uh, uh, Nikki Haley's big mouth. And let's see how she does in her home state. Uh, You know, I would say if you can't win your home state, Maybe you shouldn't be running. (laughs) You know, I lost all respect for her. I actually, you know, liked a lot of the candidates early on. Anybody who who puts themselves out there, you know, you got to give them a little respect. You know, you know, you're going to be attacked. They're going to look into all your past. But the more she goes on, the more I despise this woman. She seems like she's getting to be more and more Democrat, that anti-American thing, or pro-war. And and just plain nasty. Uh, Stupid nasty. And I understand Trump's her opponent, and she's going to try to go after him. But now saying he was a bad president, no one believes that. Even Democrats are like, you know what, when I think about it. I don't get these politicians that think in the age of television, she praised him effusively as president. And the fact is, it sounds so ridiculous to say he was a bad president when you just realistically compare now to then. Yeah. And like I said, even Democrats are saying, well, I guess, you know, you see it on CNN. Well, I guess, you know what? The policies were pretty good. Not I had nice more guy, money in my president. pocket. But let's look at her trajectory here. She comes in third in Iowa, but makes a victory speech at the end. Okay. All right. So we DeSantis, see that. And DeSantis felt that it was dishonest. Yeah. And, and we, we see that. Okay. So it happened one time. New Hampshire, again, she gives like a victory speech. She lost by double digits. Then she goes to Nevada. <laughs> And over, what was it, 70%. So she was on a ballot that uh, Trump was not on. And there was uh, something that said, none of the candidates above. You don't want to vote for any of the candidates above. 70% or more. Yeah. Pick that. So that's how much they dislike Haley. The candidates above. I never have. Yeah, that's so bizarre. And now South Carolina, the vote is yet to come, but Trump is up over thirty points over her home state. And this is a good statistic too. When President Trump was active as a president, his approval rating in South Carolina was eighty percent. When Nikki Haley was an active governor. In South Carolina, her approval rating was 60%. So she wasn't that wildly loved 
political figure. And I don't know a lot about her policies when she was governor. I really don't. I see her now that she just wants to trash Trump. Okay, I get that in a sense. But here's where I lost respect for her. We all know this lawfare is to crush a political opponent. We know lawfare was worked used against you because you had information and you always vowed to tell the truth, be transparent, and to weed out corruption. And you had every right to question that election in 2020, as millions of us did, and now time tells us that there was a lot of fraud, right? But for her to say that if Trump gets convicted, she's going to, you know, like, that's it. He was convicted. Instead of saying, if he was convicted, we really know there's a bad system because all of these charges are bogus. Yeah, I mean, actually, if she were a really intelligent, well-meaning, really uh, patriotic uh, politician, uh, she'd be running against, uh, as you say, lawfare or the two-tiered system or the uh, j- uh, Biden fascist justice system, regardless of uh, how about if, if you don't like Trump, maybe you like uh, you like uh, maybe you like me or maybe you like Mike Roman or m- maybe you like uh, Papadopoulos or maybe you like uh, Mike Lindell, uh, Mike Lindell, who got who got who got ruined or maybe you like General Flynn or maybe you like I just mentioned a whole group of innocent people whose lives have any, anywhere been either ruined or seriously distorted uh, based on Democratic frame-ups coming from the fact, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, this is a very well-thought-out statement. It is not in the least bit exaggerated from the Biden fascist Justice Department and to the extent that they've been able to affect like-minded judges. Biggest disease, District of Columbia District Court where you cannot get a fair trial. And there isn't a responsible lawyer that would tell you the opposite for fear of really basically losing your license for malpractice. Uh, now, that just is, is that, that's bigger than anything in the presidential election, maybe other than the wars. Uh, because we can't live with a system like this very long. Right now, almost every one of the countries that we would consider peers, you know, countries like ours that have freedom and democracy, have a fairer justice system than we do. Yeah. You know, even when we were looking, I remember we did a special on Uncovering the Truth, looking at the 2020 election and all the fraud that took place. And there was a variety of different ones, mainly ballots, right? You know, with the Zuckerberg boxes being stuffed, 2,000 mules proved that. But we were doing this special, so we started looking at other countries. Because, let's face it, we think of America as always having the highest and we, standard. And we did, we did, we did. We, we did, did at one time, but we looked in France. Everybody had a higher standard for election integrity. The only way, and I believe it was France, if you were to have an absentee ballot, say you're working in Belgium, but you're really a, a, a citizen of France, but you happen to have this temporary job in Belgium and you want to vote, you have to prove so much. You have to prove who you are that you really can't come home to vote on that one day where by that night all ballots are tallied. It's like every time we turned around, Rudy, we found out other countries had higher standards of election integrity than the United States of America. Well, I'll give you an example. I mean, they all tried at one time or another the paper ballot, uh, you know, because it's easier and you can. They all, all right now. Let's just let's just say this: seventy-five percent of European countries do not use a paper ballot, or if they do, there are such stringent uh, uh, rules for identification that virtually uh, you've got to present an affidavit that it's you and they may still question it because many of them have had a situation like ours. France, you mentioned, had a big one where cheating went on that way, the way we did in in 2020. But I got to say, to their credit, they learned from it and changed it completely. They didn't do a lot of lying about it like the Democrats are doing so they can try to do it again. And if we can't get if we can't get the court straight and the ballot straight, what do we have left? 
What we have left is the Democrat Party, might as well call it the Nazi Party or the Communist Party or the Venezuela Party. Here's an interesting little anecdote that maybe gets it. Uh, Biden has forever been trying to revive Maduro's gov- communist government in Venezuela, which which uh, uh, Trump kicked the hell out of. So he decided he was going to buy oil from them, basically because he cut off our oil. So he said, if we're going to buy oil from you and I'm going to lift the sanctions, you're going to have to have a free and fair election, Mr. Maduro. Maduro said, oh, uh, Mr. Biden, you want me to do a free and fair election? Good, I'll do one just like you guys do. And they said, yes. And he, he, he set down a free and fair election. Two weeks later, he arrested his chief opponent. Yeah. So they're having a free and fair election, a la Democrat Biden. You know, I'm going to ask some of my Democrat friends some questions. These are decent human beings. They work hard. They pay their taxes, raising children. I'm going to ask them how they feel about their party now. It look at it's like a dictatorship. Even they're if in you're denial, they're in denial. Even if you're a Democrat, if you go against the party. You're like ostracized. They'll send federal agents after you. They're going to send, of course, the IRS are going to send after every Republican, every conservative. But I'm telling you, even if you're within the Democrat Party and you're a free thinker, forget about it. Whereas in the Republican Party, we have a lot of people who say their mind and it may be different than the party. I actually like that. I do, you know, we hear a lot of commentaries that, wow, why can't the Republicans come together in one step like the Democrats? We probably do need a little bit more consolidation like that. But I, myself personally, like free thinkers. Well, it's a, it keeps you much further away from dictatorship. Yeah, and corruption. I agree with you. Agreed. If this you Biden administration is like dic- being a dictator. Yeah, it, it limits corruption when you can't absolutely promise a vote even if it's going to be uh, uh, unfair and ridiculous because you're making a lot of money on it and please don't discount the fact that a government like this has an enormous amount of corruption Uh, I was warned by a very wise um, prosecutor in uh, in Ukraine a, a good man who probably has seen much more than we'd ever see who said, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Mayor Giuliani, he called me. The reason they're trying to destroy you is not Biden. It's if you open this thing up, it's a can of worms. It's going to explode. He said, I'm not going to tell everybody in your government. You've got a lot of good people. But it's a heck of a lot more than you think. And it's not just on the Democrat side. That's a quote. That's Mm. a quote. And that's one I'll, I'll never forget. And I have... Very, very well thought out suspicions of who he's talking about. I've seen little reports here, little reports there. I do not have facts. So therefore, I keep my mouth shut because I don't speak until I have proof. I didn't bring out this stuff against Biden until I was ready to prosecute him. I could have convicted Biden without any doubt before he before I could have indicted him and had him convicted before he ran for president. Mm, Absolutely. And he'd be where he belongs uh and probably he'd be in a hospital within a federal prison uh, system uh mm-hmm. being treated like a demented old man and, that he is and one of the false narratives is out there is that you went after biden because he was a presidential candidate against trump he wasn't at the time that at I the time right and it was the ukrainian people who kept giving you information laughing he, at me yeah he hadn't even announced he was going for presidency then, and you did what it, we want every American citizen to do. they gave me the information, they said, they're not going to do anything with it. I said, what do you mean? FBI is crooked. They're not going to do anything with it. I said, you're out of your mind. The FBI is not crooked. I, I, might have, I almost punched the guy. I was, an, I was an FBI G-man of the year six years ago. And when I was uh, 10 years old, I was the, uh, maybe seven. I was <laughs> the first one on my block to be a junior FBI agent. I got that from tremendous service. I think I sent in three Cheerios box tops. <laughs> I love it. I, do they do these things anymore? No, it's no fun. I, I remember wanna, getting I prizes in my, my grand, cereal box. I did that for Grace. Make her, I don't know if I make her an FBI agent anymore. 
Oh, oh my gosh. Can we get it back? Yes. Rudy, yeah, can we? we? Can. Oh, good people. Uh, 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 you know, this happened in the New York Police Department. And we'll do a piece on this and analogize the two things. Because I, I lived through, and there's even a movie about my fairly minor contributions, but contributions to the NAP Commission. Uh, NYPD went through this. And they did a great job uh, with the NAP Commission of cleaning it up. And the NYPD obviously has problems like police, but doesn't have systemic corruption. No. Got rid of it. Man, took it right out. And Judge Knapp, God bless you. You know, we're supposed to have separation of all these agencies, and now it's like melded. Like the court system, the judges. I never, ever, ever, ever thought I would see the day when judges were activists instead of being being led blindly, not caring about social issues, or or if you have a Republican in your courtroom or a Democrat in your courtroom, that you would judge on the merits of the issue, and it's not that way anymore. No, it's all it's all Democrat, uh, Republican. How you see the world, everything gets misinterpreted or interpreted. Uh, the, the, uh, the, I've I've done some real analysis of this, and I really like to write a piece on it. I wish I could find a psychologist to co-author it with me, but I really do think that this uh, uh, Trump derangement syndrome creates an, a, 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 a very very destructive emotion that interferes with logical progression, logical thinking. Look, it all is happening in our brain, right? The emotions and the thinking is all happening in our brain. Oh, sure. There's different centers of the brain. It isn't that emotion yeah. happens in your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. thinking happens in your brain. Yeah. It all happens in your brain. So now we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll have a couple of uh, concluding, uh, hopefully, very salient thoughts. <laughs> this is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back. Uh, this is uh, Rudy Giuliani, and this is Tunnel to Towers sponsored Uncovering the Truth with the incomparable Dr. Maria, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, the organization that's there for our men and women in uniform at uh, the most difficult times when they lose their lives in the line of duty or they become catastrophically injured. It's Tunnel to Towers there to take care of them. Send them $11 a month now, immediately. As soon as this finishes, go do it. Now, uh, Dr. Maria, the freeloaders are complaining. <laughs> the freeloaders are all complaining. They don't pay that uh, they don't pay, uh, they, don't, they don't put up the 2% for their defense as they're required to do in NATO so that we have a very, very competent, capable, and ready to act force. What's the use of having NATO if they don't fight? Now, I should add to this that uh, the president, you know, made these remarks about he's going to make them pay, and if they don't pay, President Trump. Gonna, yeah, President yep. Trump. He's not going to uh, defend them. Now, how, how are you going to collect this unless you say that? I, first of all, I, I know he's, he, he will decide it on a case-by-case basis, and if it's a worthy case, he's going to defend them anyway. But you've got to put that up as a, as a possibility if you're going to get these freeloaders, and maybe he'll also get them to fight. I don't know if you know this, but more than half of them don't fight. That's they right. stand by and watch while Americans, by and large Canadians, Australian, and, and people from UK die. Uh, they cheer them on. So what the countries are supposed to do is they're supposed to commit to spending at least 2% of their gross domestic project, uh, product on defense each year. We, ca- we can't have all the military. And so we have um, last year 11 countries met or exceeded their target, according to NATO statistics, and the rest spent smaller portions. I can tell you, surprisingly to me in some ways, because I always think of the United States as doing everything. Poland's above. number one. Poland is number one at 3.9%. And then the United States is 3.49%. Lithuania is number five, just to get an idea. And the on the countries that would be, you know, of our, uh, Romania is there, Hungary is there, Latvia, United Kingdom, Slovakia, Greece, Estonia, and everybody Finland else. Finland is above that. Yeah, everybody yep. else below. 
Everybody yep. else below. Yeah, France, below, Montenegro, North Macedonia, Bulgaria, in Croatia. In that below category are a lot of no fighters. Yep. Now you can't. This this um, this shows the lack of wisdom, stupidity, wokeness, uh, sissiness of uh, the people who generally have been running our foreign policy. How, how about Belgium, who houses the EU? Belgium is only at one point one three percent they have to invest in their military and their defenses they can't expect the united states and poland to do that or the other countries who are above that two percent being one of the architects of the broken windows theory let me tell you if you don't get them to pay very often they're not going to fight and they're not fighting is a very serious problem uh the idea that they are this tremendous fighting force when half of them don't fight is, is just a little ridiculous. And it c- could easily split the whole thing in half uh, uh, in terms of morale when, you know, the Germans are sitting up on a hill uh, watching the Americans die. So uh, Germany is the, one of the worst. I mean, Germany is one of the richest countries in the world. Especially and, in the EU. And surprisingly, they don't invest in their defense. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just well, I mean, surprised have the about money. that. I mean, uh, once uh, Trump walked into a room late, uh, with one of the rooms with all these phonies there, and uh, Elizabeth uh, uh, was Merkel's first, Merkel Angela was first Angela. Uh, they said it in a different y- pronunciation. Yupity y- doopity Merkel. Uh, oh, Angela. Angela. Yeah. Ang- Angela. Angela. They Angela. Call it, Angela. They Angela. That's why I'm the Trumpiest. Always call Angela. Angela said to uh, to Trump, "You're late," and Trump said, "Since I'm paying for it, I can be late." And I think that uh, changed the whole dynamic. And I got to tell you, the small countries loved him. Lo- you remember? Oh, sure. When we were, when we were in Albania? They yeah. loved him. They well, say that that's what a leader is. And plus, the smaller countries loved that he stood up to Germany because Germany's a bully. We want to thank you for joining us today on Uncovering the Truth in Every Sunday. Don't forget to join Mayor Rudy Giuliani on the Rudy Giuliani Show every day, wabcradio.com at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And the number one hit television show, America's Mayor Live, on X, Rumble, Facebook, and Newsmax 2. Have a great week. 8 o'clock. We need each other. Because we must prevail. God bless America. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.